Welcome, guys. Today, I've got a very special guest with me on the podcast, Nikula Das. Nikula is a lifestyle and relationship coach for men. Nikula, huge welcome for you, man. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So today, we're going to be talking about sexual alchemy. Nikula, what is sexual alchemy? Can you explain it for us? Sure. So sexual alchemy, think alchemy. The original term was turning metals into gold. So from one substance into a more valuable substance, we can say. Sexual alchemy is about turning our sexual drive, our sexual energy, becoming conscious of it and alchemizing it, turning it into spiritual energy, turning it into energy for a spiritual growth, personal growth and development. And this is a natural process that the body actually undertakes. But mm -hmm. when we understand it consciously, then we can start to enhance it and accelerate the process. That's a beautiful explanation. So taking lead, turning it into gold, um, you know, semen retention, it's a pretty big topic now, especially for guys, right? <laughs> yeah, it would have to be for guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, girls are interested in that for their partner, yeah. but I think for me, I have practiced semen retention and it has been truly, truly one of the most productive things I've done for my relationships and work. Um, you know, Nakula, I guess, how is it that actually retaining semen works? Like, why would you want to do that? Why not just ejaculate every day? Yes, yeah, sure. Well, and the modern world is telling you you ejaculate every day. In fact, you'll see even certain uh, like Men's Health magazine, unfortunately, did this whole article about uh, ejaculating 21 times a month could save you from prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's some studies that show that uh, that this could because it clears up the passage is basically what they're saying. Mm -hmm. There's zero study that says retaining your semen causes prostate cancer. There's zero counter studies to it. But that's big pharma and the modern world is pushing you to ejaculate more and more. And when you understand why that that's, uh, you know, and I'm not saying never ejaculate again, but why you want to be conscious of what is the process, what actually happens, you'll see how powerful this is. So as men, nature from a basic biological perspective is pushing you to reproduce. Mm -hmm. Basically, when you understand that this is your most basic motivator, it is the motivation for wanting to make more money. It's the mm -hmm. motivation for wanting to be, you know, look good and wanting yeah. to drive a nice car. It's all yeah. peacocking. It's all this ability to show that you're a great provider and protector. And ultimately, yeah. that it gives you the best chances of attracting a potential partner for a baby. When you understand that this is the core level of our motivation and our action, and you start to see life through these eyes, you can see that nature is pushing you as a man to want to get laid. Hence, most guys have this desire to want to ejaculate. Because on, on the male side of things, we've done our job, right? When we've ejaculated, yeah. we have done our yeah. job. What nature doesn't know is if you've ejaculated into your sock, into your tissue paper, or into a woman for a potential baby. Uh -huh. Now, why that's important is because as we consistently ejaculate, nature says, your body says, hey, great job. You've done a great job. So uh -huh. obviously, there's no need for you to have motivation or excel or go do great things in your life because clearly uh -huh. you're ejaculating every day. So you must be the Casanova. 
Got it. What happened? Yeah. At least, at least in your mind, as biology has programmed you. I actually right. read a book called Sex to Superconscious by Osho. Wonderful yes. book. So recommend it for every every human, to be honest. Yes. And what Osho says is you have to first understand your sexual drive, your sexual nature, if you want to transcend to any level of spirituality, because that is the first rung on the ladder. And, you know, how, how, I guess the question is, what have guys, especially, what have they been doing wrong in, in their approach to sex and sexuality from your view? Well, most of us, like myself, we approach sex as one, as uh, 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 we don't approach it in a very practical way. So we don't mm -hmm. see that the real purpose of sex is having children. We don't like to acknowledge that part because mm. when we acknowledge that part, it automatically automatically comes with a responsibility, right? Mm. Well, if sex is for children, that means there's a responsibility to this action. So mm. the first thing that we're, we're going wrong is we're, we're disconnecting the nature's purpose for it. Now, as yeah. human beings, we don't just have sex for procreation. We yeah. have sex for pleasure. We have sex for intimacy. We have sex for connection. Uh, we have sex for because we're bored sometimes or yeah. for fun. So we've we've dressed up sex in many many ways. But what Osho is referring to is a consciousness challenge that at the root cause of us being manifested into physical being is the desire for sexual pleasure. Yeah. And that's why it's our strongest motivation. And spiritually, until we understand that, accept that, and then learn to go above it, you, mm. and any form of spirituality that isn't dealing with the sex principle is just a show of spirituality. It's okay. maybe material, subtle uh, uh, mastery, yeah. like law of attraction. People are saying, I'm spiritual because I can attract things. Uh -huh. Law of attraction is actually a, is a is still a part of material nature. It's yeah. a it's a material nature law, but it's the subtle yeah. law. So it so has a spiritual tinge to it. Let's let's focus in on how do we gain control of our sexual nature because we're all sexual beings. We're born with seed, right? Yes. And our programming is to you know reptilianly reproduce, right? We That's right. Reproduce spiritually as higher consciousness yes we want to use sex as a tool so how do we begin to grasp this amazing you know ability we've been given and start to cultivate it into higher awareness what's the well, what are the yeah. steps involved the step one is acknowledging it and recognizing that if you if this is the first time you're ever hearing of these concepts or this idea then acknowledge that there's a piece of your own development that's missing if you haven't acknowledged your own sexual nature, sexual desire, sexual traumas, anything around your sexual life. So that's the first thing is acknowledging, oh, yeah, wait, I do have sex life. I do get horny. And what do I do with that energy? Do it? Does it drive me to watch porn? And yeah. to masturbate all day long? Does it drive me to yeah. be more successful? Does it drive me towards uh, spiritual light? Am I meditating on it? Am I using it? That's what I teach sexual alchemy, which yeah. is being able to take it and actually use it consciously to uh, uh, to evolve you. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've watched porn. I have masturbated, and I've also done semen retention, and you know, very conscious uh, coming together with my with my partners. 
And so I've tasted the whole spectrum and I can definitely say in my personal experience that the reward of being conscious about your sexual nature is so like, you can't even describe it in words. It's so satisfying when you have that experience of deeper orgasm of not just a physical ejaculation for guys, right? But like that Kundalini experience, right? Yeah. How, you know, how do we start to move in that direction? Let's say we're somewhere in that spectrum. We're not all the way on the addicted side, but we're not yet in that consciously having uh, sexual relations yet. How do we start to move down that spectrum? Yeah. So the first thing is to make uh, sex embody the, the first couple aspects that I work with is first of all, embodying, bringing your mind back into your body. Our minds are so mm -hmm. outside of our bodies most of the day. And therefore we become disconnected from our lower chakras or our lower energy points our, and our sexual energy. Because we're thinking about the bills we got to pay or the kids we got to take care of or all of these different things that we have to do outside of ourselves, very few of us are, re are in touch with our body and therefore we're in touch with our sexual nature and our energy and how powerful it is. So the first thing is through meditation, through breath work, through grounding exercises, let's bring you back into your body and then let's work on some of the negative belief systems, traumas, or um, limiting belief systems around right. sex. This is where many people, for example, like in either in religious settings or, you know, there's generally two types yeah. of settings when it comes to sex. It's like the religious setting of don't do it. It's evil. And you're going to go to hell. Right. Type of thing. Don't, like, don't have sex. Don't have, have sex. It doesn't exist, boys and girls. Like that's just right, ignore yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I call so it the elephant one. in the temple, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, but everybody that night is going home to have sex, right? That type of thing, right? Or, or you live in the kind of modern environment of it where it's, it's like hypersexualized. It's hypersexualized, but but not even that. That's the delusion. What you mm -hmm. have is an illusion of hypersexuality. Mm -hmm. What you have is a lot of porn. Never mm -hmm. mistake porn for sex. That's not real that's sex. What that's you good. have is tons of dating apps which you know mm. people can uh, can can at least at least at that point they can meet but what mm -hmm. you have is this whole boom of what they virtual sex and masturbation which so it's like is not real sex yeah it's still a repression and totally it's there's a, a lot there's a lot of like uh let's talk about some of the most common um hang-ups that both men and women have but we're speaking more to men right what are some of the common hangups you see around uh, sexuality and sex in, in your clients that you work with? Sure. So I'll give you some stats right now. And again, it leans a little bit more on the men's side of things. But what yeah. we're seeing right now is that the average man lasts about five minutes in the bedroom after penetration when it takes the, uh, the an average woman about 20 minutes before she's in a state where her orgasm is possible. What? So what we're seeing is a lot of dissatisfied women and a mm -hmm. lot of dissatisfaction in the bedroom on both sides because men who are struggling with being a quick shooter or premature ejaculation, our sex, and again, this is going now to a deeper conversation of sex, but right. our sexual ability and our confidence, our prowess, our ambition, they're all connected. So if you are unable to perform well in the bedroom, there is a unconscious repression, suppression, or even shame or guilt, or like, I'm not really yeah. man enough 
type of energy that comes with that. Yeah. Another problem that we're seeing is that one out of every 10 men right now in the U.S. is reportedly addicted to porn. I think it's a lot higher than that. For right. sure, men are watching porn almost on a constant daily basis. The yeah. studies that shows the, the brain damage, first of all, it's as wow. addictive or even more addictive than sugar cocaine. It mm -hmm. is messes with your hormones, your dopamine receptors. And now they've discovered that it has a reduction in gray matter in the brain, in the prefrontal cortex. What that specifically means is the part of the brain that, that governs over decision-making and delayed gratification gets reduced to nothing, meaning you become an impulsive human being. And, and is what that, that because is that because of that chronic ejaculation that losing that semen that the gray matter kind of degrades? You know what? I don't know the exact answer to that. Um, so I don't want to like give uh, any kind of uh, false information. Right, right. But what I really believe it has to do with is is that when see once you start making like you start watching porn and then mm -hmm. you're jerking off all the time. You start to become, now you need another hit of dopamine. Dopamine has been mm. measured to spike up to 200% in, in men's brains while watching pornography. That is an unnatural, ungodly amount. And you got to think about how men watch porn. It's not normally just even one video. They're clicking through <laughs> picture, 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 video, video, video. And all of these videos, the reason why it's getting more and more and more extreme is because you need a little bit something more shocking, more extreme, something a little bit to get you excited, to get you going anymore. Seeing mm -hmm. a, what, what's another phenomenon that's happening, especially in younger and younger men, is uh, porn-induced erectile dysfunction. Men who can't get hard or get horny or get off to a woman. They can't, yeah. it doesn't do it for them anymore. And well, that is, uh, that is a result of, the, of, of dopamine uh, damage, basically your dopamine receptors and hormones being damaged. Let's talk a minute about um, the group of people who are having sex, but they're only lasting for like five or 10 minutes, you know, after sure. intercourse. What What is going on there? So why is it that you're only able to last five minutes? Let's break this down. Sure, there could be a few reasons. So first is that uh, ejaculation is governed by the sympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is the same nervous system that governs our fight, flight, or freeze response. Okay. So when we are stressed out and our body is stressed, we're living more in the sympathetic nervous system in survival mode. Ejaculation mm. at its core is a survival thing because it draws energy from the entire body and the entire nervous system and ejaculates your best nutrients, enzymes, and proteins along with the sperm to give the best chance of and nutrients in the beginning of life to that potential baby. Right. So what ends up happening is that when men have sex, they've unconsciously trained themselves to be quick shooters by a few things. Huh. One, when you're watching porn, mm. your dopamine level spikes so high that you become overstimulated and you have a quick ejaculation. Hmm. Two, because porn has trained you to go for the money shot, that it's all about the orgasm. It's all about, oh, now I'm relieved. Most men think of sex as a way to relieve themselves of extra energy or stress. So it's really a stress relief. And that's why it's so unsatisfying to the soul, to the relationship. Women just feel like they're just being masturbated on essentially. And then once the guy's done, he rolls over, goes to sleep. And she's like, I, I didn't even get started. 
right? And yeah. that's that's happening. And then the other aspect of it is that the way you masturbated from a young age, you unconsciously trained yourself. Most guys masturbate very vigorously mm. towards just to ejaculate. So they're mm. training their bodies that, oh, sexual stimulation means go, 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 uh. you know, jackhammer, 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 release, it's done. And again, it becomes very unsatisfying, both for the man or woman. The man isn't connected. He doesn't feel like even that type of ejaculation is very unsatisfying. Yeah. Above and beyond that, sedentary lifestyle, weak pelvic mm-hmm. floors from sitting in chairs all day and driving all day instead of working out, playing sports, uh, having strong muscles, all of that kind of stuff. Essentially, we have been weakened as men. Most men are highly estrogen, meaning we, right now, here's another stat that's interesting. Since the mm-hmm. 1920s, men's testosterone levels have been dropping on the planet, meaning mm-hmm. we are less masculine, less full of testosterone than our fathers and our grandfathers, which also yeah. means we have less motivation and sex drive. People think that they're highly sexualized. What they are is highly sexually repressed. Another stat that's mm-hmm. interesting is less sexless marriages are happening now. Meaning, sorry, excuse me, more, more sexless, sexless. Yeah, more sexless marriages now. Yeah, people aren't actually because they're getting off on porn or they're getting off on on watching Instagram girls and they're not meeting each other. They're yeah. not going through all that connection, all that nervousness, all that natural dopamine of dating or seeing someone naked for the first time. I mean, you know, all of this is going on. And it's having a huge detriment to our, our natural sexual drive. And of course, it's training us to be quick shooters and overstimulated because guys are drinking, doing caffeine, mm-hmm. not doing healthy lifestyle. Their nervous system is rocked. So what happens is when they, they're, they're most stimulated when we're sexual, that's our highest sexual pleasure, highest pleasure. And right, right, right. by time, so when we go yeah. into sex and we're already revved up by caffeine, and a stressful mm-hmm. day at work, and we yeah. haven't worked out, so our body's blood isn't pumping. It's just boom, 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 and it's over. Got it's it. all so, coming from chest breathing as well. You know, just bad, mm-hmm. just bad overall lifestyle. I like that. So it's very, you know, concise. There's diet, there's lifestyle. It's basically how we're carrying ourselves throughout the day that then gotcha. translates directly to the bedroom. If you're just looking for stimulation, then that's what you're going to get in in the i guess when you have that interaction you're just overstimulated and yeah yeah how you know we talked about breathing right so the importance of breathing during sex i i think personally it's very very high to connect with your partner so that you can you know not just last longer but have a better experience overall how how should we connect with our partners you know, yeah. what's, what's the process so that we can have a better experience sexually? Yeah. Great question. So the first thing is again, you know, from the, from a mental perspective is rearranging our relationship with sex as not just a place to get off, but mm. a place to connect and even a place to be of service, to give mm. pleasure and to see that our role is to actually give pleasure during sexual intercourse and So for man's side of the equation, that means being able to connect with your woman, figuring out what she likes, what she doesn't like, recognizing that, um, you know, every woman is different, right? Just like every man is. So some women uh, have different, you know, uh, needs or likes than others. I think so the first thing is just to acknowledge or again, come from the mindset of saying, 
sex is a place where I can show up and be of service. And that totally changes the game because now you're not just thinking about your ejaculation and your focus isn't just on your genitals and getting off, but your focus is now on your partner. Well, where you focus, energy goes, right? Mm. So when you focus on your partner, your energy, your consciousness is going into your partner. Then Mm -hmm. the second thing is you mentioned it, breath work. So the first thing that's going to make us more present in the bedroom, and when we're more present, we're more in our masculine. We're more in control. And because we're in control of ourselves, she can then let loose more. She can now let her feminine energy go. And the more she's in touch with her own sexual energy, then that can, you know, create very, very heightened and pleasurable experiences. I just want to bring up one point that I think is so important for for the guy, especially what I've noticed is when I make my partner feels safe like she can open up and she has such a better experience let's talk about how as the guy can you make your partner feel safe you know yeah great yeah great question and this first comes from your own energy so what she's going to find safe it's just like when you're in a club and you want to attract a woman or you're talking to you're in a party or at, at some function and you want to attract be attractive presence the first Mm. thing that's going to make her feel safe is that she can feel you are in control of yourself and you're not hungry for her Mm. thirsty not in that way you can be hungry for her you could show i want you but in a controlled way you can that's actually very sexy to show desire women respond to us showing desire so we have to show our desire but not necessarily through our words but through our eyes, through our energy, they can feel it. And through so that's the first too, thing right? like through touch. touch yes. Movement, yeah. So yeah. you can desire her, but never feel like you, um, that, sh- that you're there simply to just release your energy on her, mm. but that you're desiring her. She'll feel safe in that when you're in control of yourself, deep belly breathing. So keep Mm. connected to your breath and take deep belly breaths in, which will keep your heart rate slower, keep your, you from being overstimulated, which will help you stay present. And then of course your own frame. This is why it's good for us to work out, have some, you know, to, 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 to be fit. When we're fit, we're showing that we are in control, that we're a strong man and just your strong masculine frame will give her that feeling. And then, with women, so feminine energy is comparatively compared to water in this context, where sure, water sure. takes longer to get warm and to heat up and start boiling. But once it's boiling hot, it can boil for hours and hours and end. Mm-hmm. Men or the masculine energy in this context, we can compare to fire, quick to ignite, but also quick mm-hmm. to uh, to oh, to wow. to ex- extinguish. Right. Yeah, That's so where what happens is when fire. you. And, that's and right put it in the water yeah boil the water so, yeah and then you've got that flow back and forth that's right um, and that water is boiling for a long time so you as a controlled fire can keep it boiling and can go for a long time as well but if you're if you're uncontrolled fire you're going to be quick to ignite you're going to just rush into the into sex and you're yep. not going to warm up the water. So yep. how you make uh, uh, someone feel safe is maybe, first of all, set the mood. 
women are much more sensual than us, meaning the atmosphere matters, right? A man could be like, yeah, let's go back of the club, blah, 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 you know, back, right, whatever, right? Wherever, whenever, let's do it, right? Uh, some women, they can be like that too when their energy is already aroused, when they're boiling, right. they could be wilder than men. Like they could oh, all yeah. of a sudden be doing like open up. And again, the feminine, this, the, 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 a woman who's really open sexually in her, in her feminine sexual energy, she's, she's going to be wild. Yeah. Um, but what's going to get her there is that you can boil her. She needs you to help her get there. And so by doing that, set the atmosphere, set the tone, right? Think of the different sensual pleasures that she's going to experience. Smell, light a candle, make sure, you know, if you just got back from the gym, take a quick shower, whatever it is, right? Like, right, right, like right. these are kind of basics, but well, they matter. Know, Nicole, right? I want to say one thing. Um, personally, as a guy, I don't know if this is I'm a smaller percentage, but I really enjoy foreplay and the beginning, you know, the whole initiation um, I think it makes sex last a lot longer. You have a lot steamier sex. It's higher quality. You're not yes. just like blowing, you know, your fire right away. Uh, and I want to talk about, um, you know, as a guy, really learning how to set yourself up properly. So what are some techniques? Maybe you've got a really hot date at night. Sure. What are some techniques you can do as a guy? Yeah, to so prepare that, yourself, you know, to actually enjoy everything leading up to penetration and intercourse. How, give us your thoughts on that. Sure. So in sexual alchemy, what I teach guys how to do is first connect with their breath. Hmm. So you can, by learning different types of breathing techniques, you can energize yourself. You want to be energized when you're with your partner, but right. you don't want right. to be overstimulated. Right. 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 Stay away from like, don't drink a bunch of alcohol before you think that's helping you because, oh, it's loosening you up or whatever. Learn to be loose without it. Learn to be yeah. able to be present without that stuff. Yeah. Um, so do that day. If you know, okay, tonight I'm, I've got a hot date and, you know, First of all, do tons of meditation or deep belly breathing. I've got this whole Qigong exercise that I take guys oh, I through that Qigong. to open up their energy channels. So that night, your energy is wide open. And therefore, when you get aroused and you add sexual energy through your own energy channels, yeah. then you're going to be feeling that orgasm all throughout your body and not just limited just to the genitals. Yeah. So get into breath work get into some energy exercises, Qigong, and then set the intention as well. Hey, mm. tonight I'm going to please her. Now, women love to please and live, women love to reciprocate. That's yes. why when you, when you, what you give, you get in this world. That's the yeah. beauty of these tantric and alchemy practices. Once you understand the principles that make it work, you recognize it's the same principles that's going to help you make more money. That's going to help you advance. Your, it's a, that's why this is so powerful because once you master sexual energy, you are mastering the material world. Absolutely. Right? You, because it's Absolutely. all based upon sex, this material world. Absolutely. So set the intention for yourself that you are going to be a giver. And just by that intention alone, you will have to pay attention more to her. And because yeah. of that, or to your partner, and because of that, you will be more attentive. And that will be the foundation or the basis for having just a really great night. Yeah. Then 
learn some techniques, learn some anatomy, learn where the G spot is, learn these, these, these technical things. Yeah. And you could take it up a notch and you could do all kinds of cool stuff. Like, you know, most women can squirt, but most men don't know how to make that woman squirt. That's actually learning some techniques and an anatomy. But again, a techniques and anatomy and those things are only good if you have the right intention that's going to even give you the patience to allow her to have that type of experience i love that nakula this has been such a enlightening interview and i would definitely i listen to it a couple of times because there's so much gold in it um just to recap you know, as a guy, you want to get into your own energy, ground it, feel into your breath. And when you're with your partner, you want to focus on her and being of service and actually connecting with her, not seeing her as some place to just get off to. Uh, And Nakula, if, you know, the guys and the girls that are listening to this, if they're interested in learning more about you and your work, how can they reach out to you? How can they learn more? Sure, thank you. Best place is to go to my website, nakuladas.com. From there, you could take the free ejaculation control guide. And so that's specifically for men. I do only work for work with men in a formal way, uh, but I invite questions. I get lots of questions from women. And, uh, you know, I have done women's seminars um, and that type of thing when it's organized. But the check, check out the free ejaculation control guide if you're a man. This is going to get you started on the foundations to be able to last as long as you want in the bedroom, to set you up for non-ejaculatory energy orgasms, which would come later on, and yeah. to ultimately being able to connect and therefore control your sexual energy. Because we talked about a lot of in the context of sex and making your bedroom life more intimate, fantastic. And you'll see that once, you, once you're better in the bedroom, she's going to want to spend more time with you in the bedroom. A lot of guys complain yeah. about, oh, well, you know, she doesn't. And there's some things you can do to help her, but you first have to understand it within yourself. You can mm. only give what you've got. So mm. when you have sexual mastery, you can help enhance other people in the bedroom as well, but you've got to enhance yourself. Yeah. Now there's a whole world of this outside the bedroom, which we touched upon, because once you've got this level of self-control and self-awareness and ability to move energy within your body, to make yourself vibrant, to ignite, well, next thing you know, you've got the power to put that into laser-like focus, into your finances, into your business, into your practice, and into your own spiritual consciousness and evolution. You can really go on some really cool LSD trips with this stuff without ever touching LSD, without ever, because it's, this is going to, once, once you learn how to shoot this energy up your spine, and it's it's all there there to just explode you from within. So there's so much potential in this work, but it starts with going to nakuladas.com, and taking the free ejaculation control guide or sending me a message. Beautiful. All right. Nicola, I want to say thank you so much. Um, Really, really enjoyed our time together. And I look forward to, I'm just so glad you're doing the work you're doing and the the guys you're going to help are, it's going to be life-changing. I know that. Thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to connect with me, you can go to our website, www.sotapana.com and learn more about our purpose incubator and the work we do. Once again, thank you so much and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.